This is uh, Officer Kikowski saying that love is not admissible evidence, and shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Let's talk about today's episode. And before we get to that, say special thanks to Alex Moschina of Slackery.com. S-L-A-C-K-T-O-R-Y. How do you have so much trouble with this? (laughs) I'll never get it. You'll never get it because you're dumb. (laughs) All right. What is what? Oh, this is the... Uh, in this episode, oh, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about the eighth episode of the third season, which is called Documentary, Documentary Filmmaking, Filmmaking Redux. Redux. Nice. In tribute to Apocalypse. <laughs> 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 we were trying to decide if we were going to do that at the same time. Apocalypse Now Redux. Yeah. Or more specifically, Hearts of Darkness. Well, yeah, but it wasn't called Hearts of Darkness Redux. Yeah, but the. What the we're viewing but the director's cut is equivalent to oh, God damn it. Hearts of Darkness. I'm, what I'm talking about is why they went with Redux specifically and not yeah, Well, also, this is their second documentary filmmaking episode. Yeah, but there's a million ways to say that. Redux is there's not There's a million ways way. to die. In the West. But the reason why they went with Redux specifically is because the director's cut of Apocalypse Now was called Apocalypse Now Redux. Oh, dang it. <laughs> well, I failed. You try to get all fancy with your... There you go. With your sound effects. And uh, you get a delay, and then I talk over them, and no one hears them. Yeah. So, eat a dick, Punisher. That's not a line from any Punisher project. We're going to talk about that episode in just a moment. we got community news. Breaking. One is definitely community news. The other one's, you know, it's Dan Harmon news. Yeah. So. So. We don't want to leave with the community news. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Jeff Winger. Jeff Winger. Does it say what interview? Interview with Uprox? Is that what that's saying? This is right there. Where? I saw it. You scrolled too fast. You scrolled too fast. Okay, so it was up, Rox. Okay. (laughs) He was asked a question. Is Community getting another season? Yeah. Wait, it was with the Metro Weekly. Oh, excuse me. Metro Weekly. I think up, Rox was a separate interview. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's weird. I don't know what you're looking at right now. It's weird. Lots of ads popped up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Anyway, uh, his response Is it getting another season, they say. And he says no. And then he says they wanted to. Yeah, and then he says they wanted to, but all our... So he's explaining why it's a no. Yeah. Anyways, I... He he basically has said that they're all the actors are too famous. Yes. Now and that it would cost too much to do another season for Yahoo to do another season. Yes. Because they were under contract for six, six seasons, so uh, now now they're they're not under contract. Yes. And and uh, as you know, Allison Brie, pretty pretty big. Pretty pretty popular. Ken Jeong, he's Ken got Doctor Ken. Jeong, that's confirmed. Dan on Strange Places or whatever. Well, that's the not confirmed, but that's a pilot. What, what's it called? S- Strange Calls. Strange Calls. Joel uh, McHale, of course, working on the informant too, as we speak. <laughs> I believe they would just call that the other informant. And Spider-Man Four. <laughs> of course. Yeah, they're he's, they're going back to the Raimi series. Yeah. Has that ever happened? <laughs> oh, I wish. That would be crazy. I mean, right? I guess Never Say Never Again, arguably. Uh, I mean, not officially, though. But arguably. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it, it's technically a remake of a film he's already been in. True. So it's not really like the next one. It's like if he went back, if, if he aged and then the same villain came back and he fought him again. But it's just, it's not the same villain. It's just, it's just someone with the same plan. I believe the name was different. Yeah, I'm sure the name was different. So, it wasn't Largo in the remake. Yeah. So it's just someone with it. And we're, of course, talking about Never Say Never Again as a remake of Thunderball. We never officially stated that. Yeah. If you did not know that's the case, now you do. Good. On to Dan Harmon news. Uh, that's all we're going to say about the Joel McHale? I mean, he's also tweeted. Oh, yeah, he's he tweeted. tweeted. He said, easy sugar bear, it's not over. Hashtag question, sir, question, sir, measons, and a Susie. 
Lord, you okay over there? Uh, hopscotch patty bed. Wow. That's all I can say about that. He said, it's, it's, got, it's not it's, over, it's scared. sugar bear. Yeah. Hashtag question mark and a movie. Question Back mark seasons. seasons and, and a it's movie. Because in a hashtag, you can't use like symbols. So he, he wrote out question mark. mark. Yeah. Uh, I I think that was uh, as you you called it earlier damage control. Yeah, uh, I'll agree with that. That uh, he was probably told not specifically told to say it's over. Yeah. And and when he did, then someone called him and said, "Hey, don't say that. Don't man. say it's over. Yeah. Don't dream it's over. Say it's still going, even if it's not. Yeah. Quote paraphrase John Lovitz in Grown Ups too. <laughs> anyway, a my point is. What's your point? The, What's your fucking point, Andrew? I had the quote What's wrong. What's your fucking point? So I was mad at people for quoting. Oh, and yeah. The headlines were all reading. Joel McHale says community is over. It's yeah. canceled. Uh, and you were angry about that. Well, I, I think you can't really say that it's canceled. No, but he is saying it's not coming back. Yeah, I didn't have <laughs> for the another full season. quote. The quote that I read didn't include that didn't, no. Didn't say anything about a movie. He didn't he's, say anything he's about... He's been talking about the movie, though, recently. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, the point is... Uh, that's that's that news. Yes. That as far as we know right now, nobody's under contract to do more communities. Yes. Uh, in the past, I believe the quote was something like Joel McHale said that Dan, if Dan Harmon wrote the film, then we, they would, would do it. Everyone yeah. would do it. Yeah. And then there's another whatever article I was reading had a whole bunch of weird quotes from all over time. Yeah. And another one where Dan Harmon said he can't write it right now. He has to write it when he misses the show. Yes. So, as far as we know, that was something that Dan Harmon said. It's pending. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I said Dan Harmon said. He, I said that Joel McHale said that the, Dan Harmon said. The record that I said. That I don't believe he said that. That, that I got lost in the words, and maybe I was incorrect, but I don't believe that he said that. And they, <laughs> they took my, my stapler. Anyway, it was a what's this red swing new stapler. Dan Harmon news? New news for Dan Harmon. He is going to have a show on IFC, maybe, because at this point it's just a pilot. Wow. Anyway. Uh, it's a tax <clears throat> show. It's a pilot, yeah. It's a tax show pilot. A what? A tax show. <laughs> he's doing a tax show there. He's, uh, he's, uh, I'm sorry? Did Justin Keyes not just walk into the room? Because that's his bit that he does when I say something <laughs> weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, I stole his bit. <laughs> you were you were doing like a perfect facial imitation of Justin Keyes on <laughs> when, I, when I say something that makes him do that. <laughs> You know, that just proves I'm a listener to Benview on Spielberg. Every a great on the Benview Network. Benview Network production. Yeah, it's on the Benview Network. A there you go. Oh, this is that you. accent I do sometimes that I don't know where it's from. Uh, this guy, he's got some thoughts on the new Dan Harmon show. It sounds kind of oh, like the so Dan Harmon podcast. What are they calling it? It has a name. It's called the uh, Great Heads? Community Time the Good Heads? Theater with Dan Harmon. Great Minds. Great Minds is the name of the show. It's a panel so, show. <laughs> where uh, Dan Harmon's going to talk to uh, historical figures. We got uh, Rory Albanese as Benjamin Franklin, uh, Robert Smigel as Albert Einstein, <laughs> Bonnie McFarlane as Eleanor Roosevelt, and Seton Smith as Frederick Douglass. Douglass. <laughs> um, sorry, that's my, that's my nebulous accent coming out. Sometimes we say Douglass. Uh, as the AV Club wisely points out, uh, you got to get Paula Tompkins on the show at some point because this is very similar to the Dead Authors podcast. And uh, I hope that comes to uh, fruition Does the at article some say... point. And I say fruition because I'm an uneducated man, as you can tell from my accent. Thank you very much. Does the article say... Oh, bye, accent man. Bye, weird accent. Oh, he left. He went out the door. Sorry. He's gone now. Wow. So does, <laughs> does the article say whether or not this was Dan Harmon's idea? No. I see created by former yeah, Daily Show. From Mr. Daily Show himself. The words are appearing very slowly from in front of me. Richard Rich Corson. He's a, he used to be he's a field producer for the Daily Show, mm. a field producer. Mm. So that might be interesting. Yeah, because we all we all love Rick and Morty. And I haven't all... started on season two yet. I'm yeah. I know that's happening that's right very now. Very good. You've been watching season two from Populous Michael. Come on, I'm not there. Oh, there. I it's a, I was I was busting up when I heard saw when I heard saw episode two. <laughs> it's a whole lot of fun. Episode two is what? fucking. Why are great. people more specific? You say that you watch TV, but you should also say you hear it. <laughs> exactly, I did both. Good. I didn't just watch it; I watched and saw it. <laughs> you know, I always get. I worried watched and saw it and heard it. Excuse me. <laughs> well, that's very important. Thank you. To clarify all this. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Okay, that's the community news. Yeah. Let's get on. 
to the episode, which we already said the title of. It's the eighth episode of season three, written Documentary by... Documentary Filmmaking Redux. Thank written you. by... Mandy Bobrow. I was throwing a guess out there because I did not know the answer. And directed by Joe Skip Russo. Stone. <laughs> Good old Skip Johnstone. Are we going to do a thing where you say your part and I say my part at the same time so that people can listen to the show faster? Sure, yeah. Okay, so, we're, we're good, so. this is what my I think about the episode. My first note is, why did I go to There's Greendale? an old Greendale commercial. Old Greendale and why did I go to Greendale is what I meant to say. that old commercial, his Mr. name was Dean, Dean Bigley. Bigley. <laughs> let's stop that now because uh i think it's fun for us but probably frustrating for the listener okay good why did i go greendale to meet different people what's the arm movement i couldn't oh the arm it. movement is great i i have not forgotten since i saw this episode i'm just going meeting this on an audio podcast but maybe if i'll do it and you describe i'll it. describe it yeah ready okay uh d- why did i go greendale to make this badass shot because he does a basketball shot before yeah. he does the movie whoosh Okay, so it's uh, uh, turning sideways uh, <laughs> with the the left arm is becoming uh, kind of like a like a grabbing a lever or a railroad uh, and also forming a thumbs up. And also there's a there's a look on the face. You have to face the person that you're doing it to. And you give them a give them oh, a happy smile. It is a fun move. Let me tell you. It's really it's hard. I, 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 I feel like I wasn't <clears throat> doing it just to sitting down, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a fun move. Um, this is a fun little ad. It's the it's the Greendale ad. Why did I go Greendale? Is the slogan. Mm-hmm. To to I like the, the it it's got a lot of great tropes of sort of bad '90s ads. There's <laughs> yes. a hip hop element to it. Yes. Why do I why do I go Greendale to make so I can get busy with work and school at the same time? Yeah. A lot of fun. She's wearing a Blossom hat. The lady who says that. I don't know what those hats are. I associate. You know what? I don't even know if Blossom wore a hat like that. But I think of those as Blossom hats. I think she did. I never watched it. Me neither. That's uh, why I don't know if Lost there's also a fun, like that. There's a fun element of the commercial where it's, uh, uh, like, before CGI, they just drew squiggly lines on top yes. of uh, what was going on yeah. to make it fun or yeah. active. And it was fun and active. And uh, return to that. the best part of that is at the end of the commercial, the, the, the man who did the shot and did that motion, yes. the hand motion, they just draw squiggly lines all over him while he's dancing. Yes. And it's, it's so delightful. It's a lot of fun. So many squiggly lines. Should we talk about Dean Bigley? <clears throat> Yeah, what do you want to talk about him? Dean Billy, apparently the former Dean of Greendale. I would yeah. like to know more about Dean Billy. He seems like a fun Me guy. Me too, yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, uh, would you describe him as jolly? I mean, uh, uh, is jocular a word? Well, because he's fat and friendly. That's jocular. It's also jolly. <laughs> I hope I'm using jocular right. I don't know that you are. Okay. Uh, he, he mentions that Greendale is number one, uh, number one typing school in the Greendale area. Yep. That's a lot of fun. The Greendale Tri-County area or yeah. something. I don't even, I think he just says the Greendale area, which <laughs> makes it real limited. Super great. Super great. They got a phone number, call or fax today. Yeah. Good call or fax. Yes. To <laughs> further remind you of the time period it takes place in. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, and I really enjoyed. Uh, I wish that we maybe we got more of them uh, uh, in season five. They did a little uh, Greendale history. Greendale history back before it was even a community college. It was a computery college. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what it was. I remember now. Uh, uh, yeah, it would have been nice to see a little nod to him. Yeah, it would have been cool. Maybe there was this one we just didn't catch. Possibly. Uh, but I, I've made. I started a list here, and then I realized it's better if I did it in order. But I started listing the um, whenever they introduce someone, they put their name in a title. Oh yeah. Uh, so I have. Uh, I'll give you the first couple, and then I'll stop because I know it stops at some point. Okay. Uh, Craig Pelton, Dean. Sure. Pierce, local curmudgeon. Yep. If you have any notes that intersperse into this, go throw them in there. Troy, best friend. Jeff, former lawyer. Yes. Britta, this is the best. Anarchist cat owner. Yeah. Uh, then I'll stop for a second and then we'll get to the I next do have couple. a few notes about this scene. <coughs> yeah. So Troy, so Dean is saying, hey, we need a new commercial and you guys got to help it. Yeah. And he hints you that he has, he, he hints that he's got someone over the gang. Uh-huh. Was, did you, what's that referring to? Do you know? I don't know. Me neither. I didn't, I didn't really get that vibe. I just I'm, got like. Oh, he, there's definitely that vibe. He just kind of says, let's do it. He says, you know, sometimes the school helps you and it's nice to help the school back. Right, Jeffrey? And then Jeff, like, pauses frustratedly and says, yes. Like, he's being forced into it. Huh. Is this going back to, like, wasn't it season one where he was going to print his face on a <laughs> billboard or something? That w- it wasn't a billboard. It was flyers. It was flyers, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's referring to. Hmm. Maybe we're just dumb. We're not catching something. Answer on a postcard if you know. Shut up, Leonard at gmailpodcast.com. Maybe it's nope, it. that's not it. You know what I just said? Shut up, Leonard at gmailpodcast.com. You're having trouble. Shut up, Leonard podcast at gmail.com. Is that's the it. That's it. Mail address. Yeah, if anyone has an idea. I thought maybe it's an out of order kind of thing, but uh, I can't remember this being out of order. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, let's Who let's knows. keep it going. Yeah, keep it fresh and locking. Uh, so in this uh, part, the dean mentions that the the budget he has for this commercial is two thousand dollars. Yes, this is going to become important as they uh, talk. There's there's money talk as the as this goes on. Yeah, you expect you so much money talk. You expect to see Charlie Sheen and Chris Tucker walking in the scene. <laughs> if I had a cricket noise, I'd be up there. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no, so uh, two thousand dollars. Well, do you think that's a uh, a lot of money for a commercial, or do you think that's about right? I think that's a lot of money for a commercial. For a commercial for Greendale Community College, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless maybe maybe this was something where the AC repair annex was like, you know, this is important. We do need to help out. Yeah, I I think definitely this money is coming from the AC repair annex. Well, I mean, most of the money comes from the AC. Repair I think annex. no, I think this was because it's the board uh, who we we meet later, uh, and there's some notes on them later. Oh, for uh, sure, there but is. the board. Um, probably told the AC repair to do it, you know? Yeah. Because uh, if, if the dean is the dean of Greendale, yeah. and Dean Laybourne is the de- vice dean of the yeah, AC repair, so there must be other vice deans. So maybe there was a meeting of the vice deans with the school board. Yeah. And then Dean Laybourne, he gave a nod this and a is, wink. Oh, you've lost me here. <laughs> he gave a nod and a wink. You've lost got me the here. I've become lost in your words. It's okay. I'm imagining an alternate scene. That would have happened, involving all the people that I love. Uh, Troy <laughs> says, I don't think we need a new commercial. The only reason I went to Greendale is because of that cool hand thing, which we just described. Yeah. Um, and Je- Dean has a great line. Jadine yeah. has a great line. Marie says, Troy, you know I love to be seen agreeing with you. <laughs> which I love. That's that's how insecure the Dean is about race, is that uh, he just like he needs to be seen agreeing with black people. Yeah. So, so people know he's not a racist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Shirley and Annie love that that hand motion. Yeah, it's a great hand motion. When Troy does it, they go wild. Yeah, and they do it too. Yeah. Uh, and then, D- I forget what leads to this, but Dean s- says the words, friends with Stevie Nicks. And then he sort of pats Britta on the shoulder, mm-hmm. which is a great bit, if you know who Stevie Nicks is. I don't remember this at all. It's great, because I forget how it comes up, but he, he references friends. He says the words, friends with Stevie Nicks, uh-huh. and then he very pointedly pats Britta on the shoulder. Yeah, that's, that's as great. As if in I some love way that. to imply that she is like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Which Britta just kind of looks at, which as you would. Huh. Because Stevie Nicks known half for her great music mm-hmm. and half for ingesting cocaine through her butthole. There you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your clocks. That's how many minutes it took for butthole to be said today. Butthole was the magic word on today's show. If you heard us say butthole, put something fun in yours. And then tweet us. Yeah. Don't, no, don't, I mean. Not a picture. If you want. I mean, I'm not asking. I'm not asking either. What I'm saying is if you want to do it, I'm not, you know, like it's not, I'm not going to be like, ew. But I'm not, you know, I'm not like into it either. If you feel the need to tweet that at us, I mean, by all means. So the next note I have. <laughs> uh, so we, we get a moment where we get a behind-the-scenes kind of thing going on. Yeah. Uh, Abed gets a little title card. Abed, filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And in the background, you see his friend. Pavel. Pavel. Yeah. Great. Good old Pavel. He's always there to help him do a production. Yes. It's good and stuff. And explains he is making this because Hearts of Darkness, Heart of Darkness is way better than Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. And he believes that the Dean will go insane on this shoot. Yeah. Calling it real early. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pierce demands a trailer. I can't remember if that's before or after the cutaway. Mm, me neither. Uh, Dean says you can't have it. I have no have Pierce it. notes at all. So. <laughs> well, this is... This is I'm le- oh, did, we didn't even I'm, do an overview. I'm leading into a Dean note. They make a commercial for the school and Dean goes insane. Yeah. And it's shot in a documentary style. Yeah. Okay. Pierce demands a trailer. Dean don't want to give it to him. Pierce says, I'm going to go rent a trailer on my own and I'll be in that trailer until you give me a trailer. And then he storms out. And then Dean says, oh, I needed to go that way. Classic Dean. Well, when he's upset, he, he, he is angered Pierce. Yeah. But needs to go the same way. He says, you know, I'll just loop around. Then we got the opening credits. 
It's over now. It's over now. Did we really? We ordered real pizza. Yeah, we did. Don't worry about it. Good lord. Jeff's. What is this show become? I have a note that says hugs. So we're we're at the shoot here. Dean is dressed like a. He's ready to ride a horse. He's got horse riding boots on. Yeah, the commentary uh, uh, surely keeps calling them by their proper jodpers. Jodpers are the pants. Excuse you. I'm talking about the boots. Oh, you're talking about the boots. <laughs> of course. He's also got a uh, whip. Yeah, a riding crop. Well, uh, yeah, a riding, riding crop. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I which, know too much about horses. I'm sorry. <laughs> which I love that the dean just believes that's how directors dress. <laughs> yes. We've discussed it many times before. The dean. <laughs> When he's going to do something, he has to wear what that role it requires. And he might not have the correct beliefs about what that role is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so then he's directing Britta and Troy in a hug. Uh, oh, I had a note about... Uh, uh, so in the commentary, Dan Harmon talked about why why Chevy's storyline is... He, he wants a trailer. Oh, yeah. And they call it the Chevy Solution. <laughs> When they they make it so he's in the least amount of scenes possible. Yeah, which is pretty great. Yeah, uh, but it's also a good. I think it's a good. It's fun. It's a good. It's a good bit. It's a yeah. It's a good time. Um. Oh, I had a commentary note that that came early on. Ugh. They said that during filming. Oh, Mr. Nerd with the commentary notes. This was a very. I was very intrigued by this. I forgot to look it up. Was it about the crossover with Chuck? No, 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 no. I, I, didn't, I didn't give two shits about that. Well, here's the thing that upsets me. What? About that. What? So they mentioned, she's, so Yvette Nicole Rance says, me and Danny crossed over with Chuck. <clears throat> yeah. Danny officially, me not officially. Yeah. It was not official for either of them. Okay. They were both just playing characters on Chuck. Not, they were not, Abed does not show up on Chuck. Okay. Which is what she made it seem like. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to Yvette Nicole Brown on commentaries, she's a goddamn liar. Well, she calls she calls uh, Gillian Jacobs stinky. So. And I don't believe Gillian Jacobs is stinky. Yeah, me neither. She's a liar. So yeah. don't listen to her. Uh, so Dan, they were asking Danny Pudi if this was the episode where his twins were born. Oh, pre or yeah. Uh, because he's so little in this episode that it would have yeah. been convenient. Yeah. Because you know he he and he talks about how when his twins were born. Yeah. Uh, that he only got like two days off to go see them. Yeah. Then he had to go right back to work. Yep. Uh, he says that their names are James and Fiona, and that he wanted to name one of them uh, after his like his Father, heritage or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And and the name that he says is Belisoff. It's a pretty sweet name. And I don't know what that's from, but yeah, that's like a, that's like a Viking name. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, Bella Swap. Ch- choke on that, assholes. <laughs> I got mad at the listener. I'm sorry. I got really angry. Well, I got mad at Yvette Nicole Brown for spreading lies. So I mean, there's a lot of rage in the room today. Jeff, in this commercial. No, shut up, because we haven't even got to Jeff yet. Because the Brita Troy hug is first. Yeah, whatever. There's a great line here where this. So we're seeing the early foundations. Is the hug there? This guy says to me, is the hug there? I feel like I would have written that. The oh, keep the going, keep go, keep go, keep go. Air butts, that's what I'm trying to get to. So Dean is asking them if, if they can hug on camera, and, and Britta mm. says, yeah, of course, we're buds, best buds, air buds even, which I, I love air buds as a step up from best buds. Yeah. That's a delight. Uh, and then the hug is great too, really expert uh, just kind of with their reactions, setting up the foundation of the Troy Britta romance where they hug and then they giggle. Troy says, it's stupid. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a good <laughs> scene. Now we are introduced to the Jeff and his role in this commercial. The I, Jeff. I think it's also important to note, um, the Dean is actually uh, understanding at, at this point. Yes. He's he's nice. Yes. He's the he's a regular Joe, as he's always been. <laughs> yes. And he, uh, it's it's not until later that he does go insane. So yes. Abed does call it very early. Holy shit, we're already at 23 minutes into this episode. I'm sorry. Of Shut Up Leonard, and we're at, what, three minutes into the episode of Community? Five! Anyway, holy Hannah, <clears throat> I'm, we're not even. Ah! The, we're not even to the shut up Leonard. Ah! Jeff is playing the dean. Yes, uh, which he has a plan. He has two a two part plan. Yes, uh, to to make it so he will not be in this commercial at all. Yes, um, he's so he is rather accurately dressed as the dean, bald yeah. cap, bald very cap good glasses. bald cap. I'll call yeah. it. Yes, uh, he's in the dean's sort of neutral outfit, which is just the button down tie and slacks. Yeah, and uh, he so he does the the dean. 
impression. He does what he what he believes is an insulting impression of the dean. Yeah. Which is he comes in and says, why do I go why do I go Greendale? Got green, got Dale, got Dean, got much, got that, but much. That's his impression of the dean. You're doing that so well. Thank you. Uh, and then the dean says, Jeffrey, stop it. You've locked into something spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yes. And uh, then second part of his plan is that he has insisted all of his scenes will be filmed in front of a statue of Luis Guzman, which yes. which has been established. So that's that's Exist, there on campus. Yes. Uh, we, we find out uh, in some kind of a cutaway or, or, or whatever. D- Luis Guzman was the president of the Ceramics Club mm-hmm. in 1993. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Yeah. And then we get a shut up Leonard. Yes, because Jeff says, I'm, I'm good at getting out of things I don't want to do. And then Leonard walks by and says, like, sex with women. And then uh, he says, shut up, Leonard. You smell like mentholiptus. Which is in our theme song. Yeah. And then also in our theme song, we get a cutaway of Leonard, uh-huh. who says, uh, I'm trying I've to get into thinking the, about t- getting into the, the TV, TV game. game. That is, in fact, the last thing you hear of our theme song before it fades out to go into the show. Nice. Uh, good, good stuff. Mm, I just rubbed the paper in a way that I didn't like. <laughs> Gonna be okay with that? You know, oh. when you, you know when you rub a cotton ball between your fingers and it sends chills. Yeah, that just so, happened to me. Uh, Leonard, he has a he has a, a title that mm. he's given. Oh, yeah. Leonard Rodriguez, up and comer. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Good stuff. Uh, I can't remember because uh, I I wrote these out of order. I'm sorry. I don't know when Annie's title comes up. Well, my next note is I believe she's actually in the scene that I've written out a note okay, for. Okay, good. Because uh, I know Shirley's she- after her. Oh, well, I have a note about Shirley. Okay. And I believe she was in the Shirley scene briefly. Okay. So let's talk about Annie because my next note is about Shirley. Okay. So the Annie uh, Annie is given the job of script supervisor. Script which she girl, believes... as Dean calls her. Yeah, and script she's girl. very quick to correct. Uh, and so her title is Annie, script supervisor. Yes. And uh, she believes it's like the most important job ever. Yeah. It's not that important. She monitors for continuity errors. Yeah. Of course, you can see why Annie would think that's the most of important Of course, she thinks ever. it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. All right, so that's, what's Shirley, the Shirley note? Shirley, uh, this full-time mommy's got a rocket schedule at Greendale, whatever she says. Uh, <laughs> She's just holding a bottle. Yeah. There's no children around. And Dean says, I was hoping it would be more... Annie, what's the word for happy-threatening? <laughs> and then we get a cutaway cut of Shirley. Does it have her description for her? Yes. Which is? Uh, Shirley, moral compass. Yep. <laughs> and and then said. she says, the word he's looking for is sassy. You better pray you don't find it. <laughs> <laughs> that's some great Shirley. Yes, classic Shirley. This whole episode is so quotable. Classic! Yeah. You know, I think I was concerned when I first watched this episode because uh, it was a return to the documentary format. You don't like when they return to a thing. Well, I, I worry. Mm-hmm. I worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? I worry Turns about out great. You. I worry about you. Turns out great. The voices were gonna be... I went more old when so I started... So my next note is end of day one. Talking more in the voice. <clears throat> Do you have a note? Before my next note is about the Luis Guzman phone call. Is that before? Oh, oh, it's that's before. So it says end of day one. It's $173 under budget. Yes. Then the Luis Guzman call. Yes. Give it. Okay, so Dean, or Luis Guzman calls. He says. Well, because uh, Jeff. Had put a call into his lawyers. Yeah. And he says, you know, uh, you, they say you need my image for something. Forget the image. What about the real thing? Yeah. Uh, Dean is very excited. He holds. He holds his hand over the mouthpiece of the phone and says, Wowee, a real celebrity is going to be in our commercial. And then he gets professional, goes back on the phone and says, Wowee, a real-time celebrity is going to be on our commercial. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, I loved you, in." Well, he also, uh, yeah. And he makes, so Annie's trying to look him up really quick, hands it to Dean. He says, I loved you, in IMDB. Yeah. <laughs> And Luis Guzman just says, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Luis Guzman also says he can't he can't do it for a couple of days. Yes, that's true. That's so, important. So it's like, uh, it's going to be a, a while. Yes. And here, immediately once Luis Guzman is on the film, yeah. we get the Dean start being mad to people because there's the, IM, the IMDb thing. Mm-hmm. And he hands the phone back to Annie and says, that was tragic. Yeah. He's very rude to Annie. <laughs> well, and he, he feels like he has something to live up to now. I think uh, before he was thinking, ah, it's just a Greendale commercial. You know, we'll just do it. We'll do it our way. Yeah. And now he's thinking, we'll wow. We'll do is... it our now way. Now he's thinking, wowee, there's a real-time celebrity going to be in this commercial here. i got to do it up. So my day ne- two. My next note, I don't know what it means. Okay. It says one with asthma. I feel like I know what that means. <laughs> I'm looking. I can't find it, but I feel like I know what that means. Because I remember hearing that and thinking, that means something. Sorry. This is becoming a recurring feature on the show. <laughs> yeah. Me not knowing what the hell my notes meant. Yep. So day two. Yeah. $6,125 over budget. Yes, already. That's a, that's a quick one. 
we get a cutaway of Dean in his office saying what he's going to do with this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push buttons, man. I'm going to push one button that's so hot. Race. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, and he's, it, he's also he's adopted a different voice too. He's got a kind of weird, gruff director voice now, as opposed to his classic Dean voice. So I, I believe so does that go, lead into the scene where he has to reshoot the hug? I believe between so. Britta. Because my next note is to meet different people. Oh boy, and I've got <laughs> I've got a line that the which Dean is, says, which I love so much. There's some good. There's some great. So he's forcing them to hug again and again and again. Yeah. And there's a great where you notice like it's funny when you see the original ad mm-hmm. where it says why do I go Greendale to meet different people and it's a white guy meeting a black guy yeah yeah like that you already the joke is already there yeah and then in here it just it just <laughs> intensifies that to an insane level yes with Troy and Britta uh, they're hugging again and again there's a great moment where Troy's crying and says stop calling me different <laughs> uh, and then let's talk about what the dean says so at one point he's he's trying to help them act better so yes. he's giving them directions and he, at one point he says. You're trying to pull a 400-year-old dagger out of this nation's heart. And you're hugging? (laughs) (laughs) It's a 400-year-old dagger. Yes. (laughs) Slavery? Yes. Is that what he's referring to? Yes, it is. (laughs) It's a dagger in this nation's heart. Yes. They're trying to pull it out. Yeah. And then he he goes to Troy specifically and says, I understand from her, but you? (laughs) (laughs) It's good stuff. Good stuff. Didn't he say if, if you... Oh, there's another part. Or oh, is this the deleted says, scene? He says, "If you if you if don't... you do this wrong one more time, I'm going to resegregate the school." <laughs> yeah, that's in the that's in the movie. Because this is there's a deleted scene. I don't. There's a lot of deleted scenes. Did you watch episode. it? I did. There's yeah. a few of them. Um, we see. Ch- we, oh, so we just run through the deleted scenes real quick. Yeah, because the deleted scenes clarify more that Chang is the understudy, but self-proclaimed. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is his title later. I'm sorry, I spoiled that. <laughs> it comes up later. Uh, there was some bit about Guzman that somehow made it clear that it was Green Week for NBC at this time. Yeah, he says for Green Week we're going to uh, plant a tree, yes. and then but the joke I think the joke there, which I don't think it landed right, yeah. that's why they cut it, yeah. is that he's having a, a Mexican worker yes. plant a tree yeah. <laughs> for Louis Guz, but it's not even the dean. That's yeah. the joke. Yeah, uh, and then we get more of Jeff's journey with his bald cap, and there's and there's just more of different takes on the the commercial shoot and how yes. it goes wrong. Yeah. Uh, one one Some which I really show liked. Up in the montage at the end of the, of the actual episode. Yeah, one I really liked was um, Shirley says something like, "You know, I'm the actor. I should know something." Yeah. And Dean says, "Oh, the actor. Oh, maybe I should ask a coffee cup how to rear a child." Chang <laughs> <laughs> is so That's crazy. Right. We get a little bit of magnitude uh, struggling with his identity as Mr. Yeah. Pop Pop. I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, what I like in, the, in Jeff's journey with the ball cap, though, he, there's a scene where he's saying goodbye to his hair, and he <laughs> refers to it as Dusty. Dusty is the name for his hair. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> Which I really enjoy. Back to the real episode. Mm-hmm. So he's starting to resegregate the school. My next note is don't say, stop saying I'm different, so that's in there. Um, My next note is four days later. Dean is talking to the school board on the phone. Is that before or after four days later? I believe that is right the, the, the next thing after four days later. You know what's weird? I no, I think there's a lot more here. What do you I have got? a lot of notes going on. Well, what do you get? My school board notes are later. What are you fucking? Are you talking about him meeting with school board? Or are you talking about the phone call? The phone call. I have a specific note because they flash the picture on yes. screen. That's later for me. Let okay. me say okay. all my things before that. Okay. Okay. So Let's we got four it. days later. It's nine thousand six hundred forty-two dollars over budget. Mm-hmm. That's a big over budget. Yes. Garrett, in these scenes with the the Shirley scenes and all that, he's in a motion capture Perhaps suit. Presaging. Is that a word I can say? I don't know what you're saying. Perhaps presaging, foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. His turn as Glipclop. Glipclop. Later years. Good stuff. Presaging is a word. Don't even buy that. Uh, which they revealed in the commentary that it's uh, literally just Jim Rash is shouting different things. Well, to... Garrett is just doing that, and Jim Rash is labeling it. So, yeah, 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 he's labeling. That's yes. what he says. Uh, which is pretty great. Yes. Uh, this is where we get the Chang as a self-proclaimed understudy. That's his title. Understudy. Uh, which That's Chang. Later. Chang is wearing a blonde Jeff wig over his real over hair. his real hair, and, and then, then a bald, a bald cap, cap on top over of that, it. which is the bald cap's not even covering. Yes, and he says, "I'm literally dying." Yeah. Uh, uh, then we get day eight, Greendale's date. board check progress. Yes, so that's the phone call. Yes, with and as they call him, Eugene Johnston. Eugene Johnston, Greendale Board of Directors. Which, and guess what? It's a picture of Richie. Richie. Which, our old pal Richie. On the commentary, this is where Dan Harmon realizes he got the board names. Yeah, and he board says, oh, member's shit. name wrong. He changes it later. But here's what I'm going to suggest. What? This is a category on Wikipedia's goofs. Uh-huh. Uh, goof possibly uh, by, made by character. Maybe Abed got the name wrong. 
possible. I'm thinking more it's a goof in that maybe they didn't have a name for him, so the well, art ob- department no. gave him a name, obviously and they didn't, obviously it wasn't it's, canonical. Obviously, it was something like that. Yeah, it was a non-canonical. But I'm saying within the... Oh, within the universe. Stu- yeah, maybe Abed, or maybe maybe he left it to Pavel, stupid Pavel, <laughs> and Pavel got it wrong. English is a second language. That's true. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's like a... a <laughs> the, this could be a good bit. Maybe the, the Greendale Board of Directors, Eugene Johnston is the name that they give when they don't want to give... When they don't it's the Alan like, Smithy? Yes, the Alan yeah. Smithy. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, Mr. Johnston? Is are he you? in right now? Oh, he's not in right now. I'm sorry. We'll have to call back. Are you as mad as I am that directors can't use Alan Smithy anymore because of the Directors Guild? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I believe I've never seen an Alan Smithy Me film. Me neither. And you know why? Because there hasn't been one made in the last 20 years because the Directors Guild said, uh, no, that's wrong for some reason. Those fuckers. You, you don't like? Goddamn lawyers. Is that? Okay. Goddamn lawyers. I don't know. Wouldn't you like to still, if you were a director, still be able to say, you know what, let's call this an Alan Smithy joint. Wouldn't you like that power? I guess. Plus, I think it's a fun tradition as a film fan. I like the tradition of it. Right? And the yeah. tradition is over. Because some fucking suits will go, well, how will we know who to pay if you say it was Alan Smithy, but it was really you, and we don't have it. Fuck you, Director's Guild. Eat my dick. Is there a, is there a real-life Alan Smithy who maybe got mad and, and stopped it? I don't He's think part so. of it? I don't you think You don't so. think that's part of it? No. Okay. Anyway, so the, this name is wrong, but it's still the character that we love. He's, yes. he, it's not like a different character. It's yeah. the same character. Clearly. Uh, Played by Vincent D'Onofrio. Pretty great. <laughs> His little brother. Yeah. And uh, uh, we know him later as Richie. Yes. He's the one on the phone. He's saying, just get it done. And the dean says, no, uh, it has to be perfect. Yes. It's going to be the best. And this is a, uh, uh, Abed is filming this like through bars or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's hiding is what yeah. the, the gimmick is. Here. And so the dean screams at them. And then it takes him three tries to hang up the phone afterwards. Mm-hmm. Which is great because there we see the, a flash of cl- Dean Classic. Like basically kind of, you know, you know, not angry Dean. It's yeah. just like, what? I can't. <laughs> uh, well, my next note is about the series of newspaper headlines. Mm-hmm. I've written each of them down. It's before day nine. Is it before the diaper guys show up? Who? The diaper, the two men in diapers. I don't know. That's a I fun moment. I don't know. So two men in diapers show up. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he says to one of them, I know you're here for the scene about the dawning of a new age in education, but who are you? And then the diaper guy just says, oh, I'm just a guest of the dean. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just send him along. Yeah. It's just, oh, Ben, both go that way. Uh, so they, th- there's a, there's a, uh, uh, b- 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 montage of, of headlines from the Gazette Journal Mirror. Yes. Uh, the first one. Wait. Never mind. Go ahead. The first one. Yeah. Greendale commercial headed for Dean Zaster. Yes. Uh, this one I could make the date out on. November 17th. I forgot to check if that lines up with the date in the show. Who can say? Uh, but I think the year was wrong. That was what intrigued me. Huh. Anyway. Uh, next headline. Dean Zaster. Classes canceled in Dean Finnelly. Mm. Dean Finnelly. Uh, there's, a, there's a quote here from Jeff. I just want to see my hair again. Yeah. Uh, next headline. Pelton's methods back. unsound. Yep. And then we have Dean fires back. Stop quoting me. <laughs> Craig Pelton. Who is he? And uh, the quote here. Oh, there's a picture. This of... episode did air November 17th. Oh, nice. Yeah. What year? 2011. Oh, okay, then the year was right. I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Sorry. Uh, there's a picture of the dean here uh, graduating from whatever school he went to. Pictured yeah. because it's a gra- graduating pictures are typically. Someone sitting on a year number. Yes. He's sitting on the number 89. Yeah. Uh, which he qu- reveals uh, the papers got from his two-faced mother. Yes. Uh, which we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. I love the quote underneath it. This man holds your tuition dollars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, we don't get a lot of mention of the Dean's past. No. Uh, this episode at the end goes into it a little more. Yeah. Uh, do, do you think he is mad at his mother all the time? Or do you think this was just one incident that he's mad at her for? I think, I think this was just one incident. You think he normally likes her? Yes. Okay. Do you think the dean really has a sister? I think the dean really has a sister. Mm-hmm. I don't think those are really her clothes. Um, well, okay, please. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I just... Uh, okay. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. Day so nine. Jeff has become the dean. Uh, let me read the... Day nine, $14,125 over budget. It's quite a bit. Jeff has become the dean. He's been bald for 12 days, he says. He has only dreamed of having hair, he says. <laughs> I am bald now. Yeah. So it, finally it's time to do his scene, though. 
Yeah. So he comes out into the darkened cafeteria, which is a gross haze at this point. Oh, I think before this also we get the Dean walking in with an orange. And Annie says, what's this? And Dean says, this is scene four. <laughs> which is a more uh, really Which in the lot. commentary, they talk about how... Um, that was maybe a reference to Coppola, but that's just a fan thing. Yeah, Dan Harmon says it was not written was as a reference. A it was just supposed to be, yeah, weird. And uh, But it's good. Yeah, I think it's fun. good. So D- uh, Jeff Dean comes out to do a scene. He starts to do it. Dean says, stop. Lose the ball cap. It's fake. It's hokey. Jeff it's is, too Hollywood. Yeah. Jeff is, of course, furious. Yeah. Because he is bald now, he thinks. And then I love, this is my my favorite uh, Jim Rash read of a line during this whole episode, where so he says take off the ball cap. Jeff says no, and then Dean says, "I beg your pardon, actor." <laughs> you know, he just spits the word actor at him. It's such an accusation. Yeah, just so looking down on him. Oh, it's so great. And then um, Chang comes in, says understudy, pulls his ball cap off to revere his. Revere to Paul Revere is Jeff Air, mm-hmm. and then the Dean says that that's truth. <laughs> <laughs> so now Dean or Chang will be playing the Dean mm-hmm. in a Jeff wig. Yep, good stuff. And then Louise Guo's mom arrives. Is my next note. I don't know. I have a weird note here about another one with asthma. <laughs> no, uh, I just I just don't know how this fits into our our chronology. We, we find out that the dean went to Appomattox University. Mm. He got a Bachelor of Education from there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also don't know where this fits in, but the dean says, I, I have five dances and two talent shows. Or someone says five dances and two talent shows every semester. I think that's somewhere. at the end of the episode. Do I only have notes at the end now? Wow. Okay. Because that's when he's rationalizing why he is the way he is. Okay. Luis Guzman arrives. He, the school is deserted. There's yeah. no one around. He's saying hello, and then finally uh, Dean comes out and says, "Coming right in here." Mm-hmm. Brings him into his office, which is a mess. There's a possum running around. Mm-hmm. Can we just agree, as a nation, just drop that O off possum? Isn't there a difference, possum and opossum? I think there's just a group of dicks who insist on pronouncing it opossum, and it's a possum. I thought they were different. No. Okay. I think technically it's supposed to be pronounced opossum, but it's clearly possum. We're all saying possum. Let's just drop that O. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that on the record officially. Thank you. Uh, Dean says, don't worry about him. He's just like a big friendly rat. <laughs> uh, he clears some stuff from a seat. Louise Guzman sits down to watch the uh, rough cut of the trailer, yeah. which we hear, but we don't see. There's there's a lot of noises. There's there's a Wilhelm scream. Yeah. There, What sounds to me to be like, it sounds very similar to TIE Fighters in Star Wars. There's also gunshots. There's definitely gunshots. There's like screaming. Yeah. Yeah. To which I'll, it, I'll, I'll, I'll admit the, the still the typical why do I go Greendale dialogue. That's still in there as well. Yeah. Interspersed. Yes. Uh, and halfway through or however far in, uh, Louis Guzman just says, oh, I have to make a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets up. Yeah. Uh, and then he talks to oh, Abed. Yes. And he talks about how much he loves Greendale. Yeah. I got laid like crazy at the school. And it was before Boogie Nights. Yeah. Good stuff. Good times. Um, Dean hears it. He's enraged. He says, you won't do my movie, but you'll do this dorks documentary. Mm-hmm. To which, of course, Louis Guzman has a great callback. Yeah, haven't you seen Hearts of Darkness? Way better than uh, Apocalypse Now. <sighs> Dean. Mm, yeah. Uh, he says, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta love Greendale. Dean, you gotta, you gotta love where you're at because this is a great school. He's like, you think you're better than it, but. You're not, you dude. Know? It's good. Yeah. And then we get the Dean's Dark Confession, which is where the four dances thing comes in. Okay. Five dances. Two talent shows. Yes. And the Dean is, he confesses to the camera. He's saying, you know, I just want to be a good Dean, but I, I, I thought Greendale wasn't good enough. I went to university and I'm looking down on this community college. He gets very emotional. And mm-hmm. then it cuts to a sort of mini montage of him it's doing some very troubling things. Yeah. He burns his, his, his degree. Diploma, yeah. Uh, rubs the ashes on his face. Yeah. Strips down naked. Mm-hmm. We see that he is wearing the same Jeff underwear, the same Jeff underwear Jeff was wearing in the pool episode. <laughs> yes, revealing that of course he saw the underwear and went out and bought a pair of himself. Yes, himself. He, we of see, course. We see him toying with the frozen yogurt machine. It's later implied that he did more than what we saw to it. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this: What do you think he did to the frozen yogurt machine? I think it's very simple what he did to the frozen what did yogurt he do? machine. You tell me. He stuck it in. Stuck his dick in. Yeah. Stuck his dick in where? I mean, pro- I think I think if anything, uh, if if you don't want to believe he stuck his dick in, I think he opened up the top, popped the top, 
got inside and did something. That makes sense to me. Was suck his dick in the nozzle you're saying, though? Maybe. When was the last time you looked at that? Or do you think he put the nozzle in his butt? That's a possibility. And turned it on? <laughs> I don't want to think about what the Dean does. I believe that is a thing I've heard of. Not frozen yogurt, but like ice up there. I Well, I... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> People put all kinds of things in But I think butt. like very cold stuff specifically is supposed okay. to be like... I think it's like a, you know, it's like an S&M thing. Okay. Uh, I saw Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> sure you did. It wasn't in there. From what I hear, that's very tame, though. Ice and butt? No, no, it was Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) I'm going to guess. I don't know. You don't don't really see bruising. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) What part isn't tame? I haven't seen it, but, but, you know, it's like like he ties her up and that's it, basically. Uh, A little more. All right. Are you suggesting to me that he sticks his dick in the nozzle? I mean, that was my first thought. But let me ask you this. When was the last time you looked at a frozen yogurt nozzle? Not often. Now, I'm not the biggest man down there. <laughs> but I'm going to say even I'm too big for the average frozen yogurt nozzle. They're pretty nozzle. small. They're pretty small. I don't think I don't think that's big enough to, for someone to get their dick inside. Now. Unless they're very, very small. Okay. Here's a more troubling question. Yeah. Did Abed film whatever the Dean did? With oh, absolutely he did. Absolutely machine? he did. And is that 100%. what is shown later that everyone's scared of? We see everyone watching Abed's documentary, and they make faces. Yeah. Be- more than just the Dean's naked faces. No, I think that was just Dean's naked faces. Okay. Uh, Dean's I, naked faces. I do, be- I, do, I do believe that Abed filmed whatever he did with the frozen yogurt machine. Okay. I'm going to say he masturbated into the yogurt mix. That's what I'm going to say he did. Well, if anything, maybe he got into the yogurt mix and then, yeah, masturbated. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Okay. I mean, we got to clear this up. I'm going to say it's that or, or some butt stuff. Yeah. We know he's got a fake butt. We know he owns a fake butt. Oh, he does have a fake butt. I forgot about that. Woo. Uh, Can we get to total days of shooting? Sure. Total days of shooting. 12. $17,125 over budget. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. They had $2,000 and they went that much over. And then he meets with the school board. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shows them what he believes is going to be a disastrous cut of the commercial. Yeah. Unbeknownst to him, our old pal Abed has swapped it out for mm-hmm. a cut that he made that is actually quite good and close to Dean's original intent. It's he uses footage of Luis Guzman saying, I got laid like crazy at this school. Yep. He uses the Dean crying and saying, uh, this is a Greendale's great the best thing. Yeah. Uh, he uses, this is a cut of Chang saying one of the lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, There's a great, uh, he uses a really t- nice Britta and Troy hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, and then he still ends it with the same. Yeah, with the same thing from the original commercial. Yeah. Like, go, Greendale, go, Greendale, go. But he's updated it to say uh, call or email instead of call or fax. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it says that's good. No, that's more than good. It's good enough. Yeah. One of them says, I didn't write down who. The, that crazy Chinese guy, he pops. Yeah. Can we see more of the crazy Chinese? I think they both, I think, one, I think Richie says that, and the other guy says he pops. He pops. Or maybe the other way around. Uh, which I, I wrote as perhaps foreshadowing the ham girl incident. Ham girl. Yeah, take, you get a little bit of Chang and he pops. He does pop. Uh, and then the, I love that they also, based on what little they saw, they do recognize that he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I remember it is specifically him taking off the bald wig, the bald cap. And then he says something. Yeah, he says I, something I that he fits, says, yeah. but it is crazy. Whatever yeah. the way he says yes. it. Yes. Uh, and then the, the two board members decide chumps, rusty bucket. Chumps, rusty bucket. Where they should go. Quarter taps. What does that mean? Quarter taps? Does that mean beer from a tap? Beer from a tap for a quarter. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard, like, I've, like one tap, please. Like, I've never heard it referred to as a, a tap. Quarter taps. <laughs> okay. Makes sense to me. I'm not a beer drinker, you know. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> now nah, you're fine. You're good. Uh, I do have a, a, a the, the tag is my Pierce note. But is there more after? Oh, he, Abed has a great thing where he says, sometimes the fly on the wall has to... Do something. It's too awesome for the wall. Yeah. And then there's a nice bit where, where Jeff forgives the Dean and they all forgive the Dean for being crazy. Yeah. We didn't talk about Annie's arc a whole lot. Oh, sure. She got real involved with the Dean. She believed he was a genius. Yeah, because, because she, she was made the script girl. Yeah. Uh, so script she, supervisor, please. There's a part where she she says, either the Dean's a genius yeah. or like we're all crazy for following him or something. And I can't accept that. So the Dean's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, you know, then they all forgive the Dean at the end. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the tag. She, she has a lot of involvement in the deleted scenes as well. It's true. 
where she's she's handing out new scripts and she's saying, oh, what do you think you're doing this? No, you're doing this now. Yeah. And oh, the, the dean says, this is what you're doing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah so they all forgive him. Uh, do you think it's too easy they forgive him or do you think they realize? No, it's fine. <laughs> they realize he just had a moment. I'm cool with it. Because doesn't Jeff say, oh, we all have. We've all, done, we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. Now we go to tag. Tag three days later. Tag patrol. We didn't even talk about Leonard shows up in the in the second Pierce scene. That's I don't right. remember what he says, but uh, he shows up because there's also well, that great moment where he makes fun of Winger for being because Pierce genuinely mistakes Jeff for the Dean. Yes, and Pier- I believe Leonard makes fun of him for that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I just love that he's there. Sure. <laughs> just love it when Leonard's Leonard, around. Leonard's got always Leonard forever. Rick Rick and Leonard dot com one hundred days. You know the six cast Leonard. members aren't signed on for another season, but why don't they just get just Leonard and Garrett Leonard. and Neil and Vicky and Magnitude and just make yeah. a whole new Greendale Seven? Do just do a couple episodes about that. Let's just fucking do it. It'll just be like the show last about season nothing. of Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> What's the goddamn tag? Three days later in hollywood in hollywood weird as i call so oh so pierce got into the Luis guzman trailer yeah and that gets taken away and pierce doesn't realize and apparently he just stays in so the truck is taken back to los angeles yeah do you think when you need to rent an rv in colorado they literally drive one out from la i didn't even think about that no i think they forgot that they were in colorado can't be how that works that's totally (laughs) They forgot they were in Colorado. <laughs> or do you think, well, this was Luis Guzman's trailer. Do you think he has one trailer and they just send it wherever he is? I mean, maybe that's the implication. <laughs> he it got that kind of money, was, that kind of trailer His trailer was identical to Pierce's trailer that Pierce rented, which was a star wagon. Well, I mean, it was bigger. What, what, yeah. Uh, but as they said, those are their actual trailers on Community. Yeah. It's weird that, have you ever been to like a taping of like a talk show or anything? No, 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 no. You, you, you walk on the lot to get to the... And you uh, pass the trailers. You pass the trailers. And you, they have names on them. They're, well, they have names on them, but they're all... Like, Star Wagons is the big company that, like, is always yeah, yeah, doing yeah. them. It just seems so weird to me that this hugely popular company, their name is, like, a bad pun. What's the pun? Because it uses the Star Wars font, and it's called Star Wagons. Oh, I didn't even realize that was the Star Wars font. And it uses the Star Wars font. Hmm. It just seems odd. Uh, this is some Hollywood facts from two... Hollywood insiders, uh, Matt Benson and Andrew Lindy. We live close. One, one of us has been to, to four Conan tapings. And been on twice. Yes. V- visually. Superstar over here. My good friend Conan. You and Conan, tight. Good friends had dinner just the other night. He said, I'm looking forward to the late show with starring Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Jeff Garland is yeah. the one whose trailer it is now. Yeah, so clearly it's not just a dedicated Luis Guzman trailer because well, Jeff Garland and Garland are friends, perhaps, or maybe it's an alphabetical thing. <laughs> so, that, and, and they said on the commentary Garland was their first choice. Yeah, which we didn't even talk about this. We got to talk about this it, before it. But I think they mentioned this in another episode. And we've mentioned this before, uh, but before Luis Guzman was supposed to be the statue, it was supposed to be Mark Mark Hamill. Yes. And uh, when they asked for permission to use Mark Hamill's likeness off for the statue in the yeah. beginning of the show, yeah. uh, he wrote back a really nice letter yes. where um, Dan Harmon couldn't remember exactly how it went, but basically that he gets the joke and he yeah. appreciates it, yes. but he isn't ready to cash in his image. He's yeah. not ready to just be a joke about himself. Yeah. He, but not to say that that's what Luis Guzman is per yeah. se, but it's just like that, that was a, a, a nice thing that Mark, Mark Hamill did. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill, by all accounts, seems to be one of the friendliest people. Yeah. Have you been seeing that's been appearing a lot online lately about the way he are signs those, Star are Wars? Those real? I think those are. At first, I thought they were fake and people are dumb. That's what <laughs> I. That was my first thought because it was like, oh, this is an image on the internet. Obviously, it's fake and people are dumb. I think they're real because a lot of shit that I see on the internet is fake and people are dumb. Of course. I'm just. I'm just saying. But apparently, Mark, Mark Hamill does hilarious bits when he signs Star Wars merchandise. I mean, they're great. Yeah. Where yeah. it'll be like, you know, it'll be it'll be like a trading card of the uh, Owen and Beru's burning house. Yes. This and is like Mark Hamill that. writes a speech bubble from Luke looking at it. It says, damn it, Owen, I told you not to smoke in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and then he signs it. Like, yeah. he, he still signs it, yeah. too. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I really, uh, that alternate Seems universe like where Mark guy. Hamill is the statue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then do you think they would have made it like even earlier? Because Mark Hamill is older than Luis Guzman, right? Yeah. So do you think they would have had to... I don't know. Because they were worried about him dying? No, I mean, like, I'm like as in Mark Hamill wouldn't have gone to community college when he's, you know, 30. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, Luis yeah, Guzman, yeah. it's believable that, like, 10, 15 years ago... I see what you're saying, yeah. Uh, when the show was there. Yeah, they probably would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they make, they make it where Luis Guzman was there in 93. Yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so Jeff Garland, and that was the first choice. Yes. So that's good. 
Jeff Garland has said he, he, he sort of mimics Pierce's yeah. land of a trailer. <laughs> a lot of fun. That's a fun one. And here, let me ask you this, Andrew. Hmm. Do you know who played the little the studio intern oh, who no. dealt with Jeff Garland? Who was that? That was number 16, Maria Blasucci. Blasucci? <laughs> Blasucci is her name. That's why I'm Matt Gorley and you're Mark McConville <laughs> when we play Pistol Shrimps Radio. <laughs> Pistol Shrimps Radio. Yeah. That, that was a pistol shrimp right there. That's crazy. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Yeah. Everyone go listen to Pistol Shrimps. That's a great show. I believe the first season's done. Yes. Uh, but check it out. Pistol Shrimps Radio. And I, but the new season's launching in September, which is not that far away. Not that far away. They do a double season in a year. Pistol Shrimps Radio, only on the internet. We should go to a game. We should. Okay. This is more an off-air discussion. Yeah. I was just happy to see Maria Blasucci show up in an episode. I didn't even... How would you... Rec- oh, I guess you saw the commercial. I still haven't watched it. She's on. I saw Ghost Girls, which she did with Amanda Funbuns Lund. Uh, and now both the Ghost Girls have been on Community. Oh, wait, when was Amanda Lund? She was on season six. She was in. She was in the wedding episode. Okay, I'll believe you. She was a bridesmaid. I'll believe you. We talked about it on the. I'll believe. And you. I revealed to you then, and I said, "Hey, isn't it great because Matt Gorley and Amanda Lund both appeared in this episode? Nice. And they're dating in real life. Nice, nice." Was she the bridesmaid that they said, stop her, she's bad? Yes. Okay, she good. Was. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Plugs? That's it. 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 Plugs. I'm going to, you have to stop. <laughs> I'm going to demand plugs. that you stop the plugs bit. Plugs. It's not entertaining. Plugs. plugs. I do another podcast. Plugs. Plugs. It's a stoop. Here do. It's a podcast. Plugs. That I do called Nerds Plugs. Eye View, where you can check it out. I review Plugs. a new film that's in theaters every Plugs. week. Uh, it's usually myself Plugs. and Jordan and a guest. Uh, you can check out our Plugs. thoughts on Mission Impossible, Plugs. Rogue Plugs. Nation. Uh, and next week we have a special Plugs. app where we do a couple of reviews because uh, we're not doing a new app. But it's new reviews. Plugs. So go check it out, nvpodcast.com or uh, bennewnetwork.com slash nev. Uh, my personal Twitter is at podcasterandrew. Uh, I should also talk about Pick Plugs. Your Path. Uh, Benson Plugs. will tell you about that in a minute because it's his story. Uh, you should also check out our, Plugs. what's it called? Patreon. Patreon.com slash ShutUpLeonard. If you go there and give us money, you get Plugs. a bonus episode and access to the Plugs. bonus episode feed where we'll make more bonus Plugs. episodes if people give us more money. Plugs. That's how that works. And the bonus episodes Plugs. can be about pretty much any TV Plugs. show. Our first one on that bonus Plugs. feed, it's about Arrested Development. If you're a fan of that show and you're a fan Plugs. of us, go check it out. Be- uh, <laughs> nope, patreon.com slash shut up, Leonard. Uh, I, that's all I got, I think. Oh, and uh, I mean, I'll still talk about Plugs. Thank You Internet. That was a show that I was on that Plugs. you should go check out. Uh, if Plugs. you go to the Benview one off feed, you'll Plugs. find all of the guest appearances that Benview Plugs. hosts make on other shows, uh, including recently Justin Keyson was once again on the Supreme Plugs. Geek Supreme. What's that called? I don't know what's Super called. Geek Supreme. And I might be on that show in the future That'd if be things cool. work out, which I hope to I do. I told Justin uh, to get me in. But I'm not sure if I do know your the title. Shit. Go to BatDenson.com and check out all Bat Denson's new projects. He's got an <gasps> album releasing now. It's called Songs from Eternity. It's a satire about the internet age and how we all think we can live forever, but really we can't. Hence the name Eternity. Uh, go to BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the podcasts on there, like Ben's View on Spielberg, Benson's Boombox, Matt Breno's Wrestling Show, Popsicles, and Pick Your Path. Pick Your Path is a Choose Your Own Adventure style show. Uh, it's an enhanced podcast with chapters, which means that it's a, it's a scripted story, and you get to decide the direction that it goes. I wrote the most recent episode. It's called Trapped on Channel 2. You play a stuck-up little snob who uh, goes to Alaska to visit her cousin, and, and then you get, you get sucked into the TV, and you have to live inside the TV for a bit, and you learn a lesson. It's a lot of fun. It's called Trapped on Channel 2. It's on Pick Your Path on the Benview Network. BenviewNetwork.com slash PYP. Wow. Google Pylon. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. No! Matt Benson. That's Dr. Matt Benson. You can follow this show on Twitter at ShutUpLenPod. And you can write us an email at ShutUpLeonardPodcast at gmail.com. I will not let this show end until I say it's over. This is not over until I'm done, until I'm out. And now say your words. Google Pylon. G'day. I'm Kev McCauley. And I'm Bev McCauley. And we run the Dinner Party Small Talk Comedy Podcast. We got all kinds.
kinds of comedy. We got situational comedy. We got observational comedy. We got improvisational comedy. But we don't have puns. No! If you want puns, then you can rack off. If you like puns, then you're an idiot. Wait, I like puns. Shut up! So listen in to our new episodes every fortnight. Kind of. And if you don't like it, then you can get stuffed. Dinner party small talk. Where the big issues take a back seat to dinner party small talk. Yep. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.